to be able to properly satisfy yourself sexually is just so important to not go out in the world unfulfilled, you know, hungry for that connection, to be able to care for yourself. Welcome back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey. And I'm Maria. And today we are joined by Sarah to talk all about sexual meditation. We're very excited. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure, my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We wanted to start by asking what zone everyone is in today. So I think I go between blue and purple okay there's like a little bit of both it's a deep time we live in so i'm always digging into some uncomfortable stuff also and some healing so there's blue in there for sure but Mm. um there's a lot of purple there's a lot of lusty fun good good creative energy (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you for sharing (laughs) maria what what do you relate yeah but i'm right now today i'm feeling definitely in the yellow zone i'm really excited i'm like in a really positive place i think i'm feeling quite white today (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the white zone, just kind of self-care, focusing on myself. I'm open Mm. to suggestion as well. So I guess a bit of green, but yeah, mainly white. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful, you guys. I love it. I've been (laughs) um, thinking a lot about chakras and the different colors, and this is basically what this is. (laughs) It's the chakra system. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very similar. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, See, this was Maria's idea, and she she came up with that without even realizing the connection. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, I uh, I was biking oh, yeah. today, and I was thinking about blue a lot. Had you know a lot of tension in my neck, a little bit of a neck ache, so I think that's why I was thinking about blue, and that's the the color. Um, mm. And I was like, oh, should I? And then here I am in a blue coat, (laughs) working through some blues. Yeah, it's interesting how there's colors that we kind of intuitively associate with feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into into the episode. Sarah started a sexual meditation app. Which is it specifically for women or is it tailored more towards women? It is it is tailored toward women, but couples do enjoy it. I think it's a, a nice okay. bridge between, but it's geared toward the women. Yeah. Okay. So yes, Sarah's the founder and CEO of Guided by Glow. And you're an actor or a writer. You said you're a yogi. So yeah, we're just going to get into that. You've been featured on Goop and 
very impressive platform <laughs> so we're really excited to get into it and yeah your your app definitely looks really interesting so could you tell us a bit about what sexual meditation actually is for people who might not already know well i started meditating a long long time ago and i've gone in and out and out of being somebody who practices meditation it always helps me but it's not always a thing i feel like doing um even though mm. it can like be the greatest breakthrough and life is green and white and yellow <laughs> but <laughs> yeah the next day i'm like meh i don't feel like it even if it's five minutes but I, I, I do practice and I do love it. And it gives me so much empowerment and works through a lot of accumulated tension. Uh, so I was listening to a meditation and the person speaking had a nice voice. And I thought, wow, like I really like how in meditation and in yoga classes, the person speaking speaks to your body. You know, those yoga teachers who are like looking at the bodies and teaching through that it always really frees me up just to like surrender and give over. And so this person was speaking and I thought his voice was so nice and my body was so relaxed and reactive. And I thought, what if he started suggesting sexual things or better, like getting in this creative state where I could imagine something that he was suggesting. So I looked for it and I couldn't find it. So I started making it. And so a sexual meditation is... There's lots of forms it can take, first person, third person. There's always a drop in there. They're not too long. Some of them are a little long because, you know, you're, you're, li you're hoping to have an orgasm when you listen to a sexual meditation. So you don't want to, you know, don't, don't make me breathe for too long for fuck's sake, you know? So, but you know what you're there for. So if somebody's like taking you through a mountain journey and looking at deer and, you know, you're like, come on. You know, let's. let's <laughs> When's so, it getting to the good part? I know. I had one that came through, and the guy was recording, and I was like, "How did the script get past me?" He's talking about a deer on a mountain. Like, we can't. <laughs> nobody's gonna want to hear about a deer on a mountain. I was like, "Well, maybe they do," but it just seemed a little bit much. So there's a drop into the yeah. body and the senses. I'm also a method actress, and. The, you know, if you see a method actor, their bodies are very, very alive and very, very relaxed and receptive and open. And they get this really like creative state they're in and it's just mesmerizing. But that technique of sensory work is, is, a, is another way to drop in if it's not just a typical meditation. So I do a little bit of both of those. So there's a drop in for the sexual meditation. And then either the suggestions are to imagine this scenario, like taking a jogger that you see regularly on your morning runs comes home with you. So you start like saying the little active details that happen so you can kind of get into this fantasy. And then it's like full on intimacy and the person's mm. telling you I'm doing this or they're doing this and you, you know, get this, you know, offering of a, a sexual experience to imagine yourself inside and then some of them are not stories I call I, I differentiate them between stories meditation and I just started soundscapes which are more abstract and then the meditations are the guide just talking to you directly like I am touching you I am x y and z all all of the good stuff okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so it kind of varies from like very personal, person to person kind of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. experience. But like, 
it feels like uh yeah like a like direct a experience yeah, yeah like a to more kind of I'm guessing soundscapes is more audio based mm. and based on the sounds and feelings yeah. rather than but that's new I just have one release but I I think it's nice to have one that's a little more abstract of just the sounds that like a realistic the first ones he wakes up next to you and and then he just like oh let me take off this and that and it's not a full mm. story I'm talking the whole time it's as if the thing is happening <laughs> okay oh okay that's yeah. interesting yeah because I feel like arousal can be very abstract sometimes it's literally mm-hmm. just like the feeling of skin or I don't know like a sound that you hear rather than yeah something's being described to you yeah it's very sensory that's why even in the descriptions I try to get in so many sensory cues because I know as an actress if you say you know imagine your favorite fruit and I imagine my favorite fruit like my heart just opened I thought of a raspberry I could feel it on my tongue I would like in a sensual experience just that quickly. Mm. So you were saying that you have meditated a lot throughout your life, but was there, if you don't mind us asking, were you having problems or did you struggle to connect with people sexually? And that's why you thought a sexual meditation would be a good, mm. a good route to go down or was that, was it tailored think- more towards women overall I don't think it was intended to be meditative at first. It was okay. just meant to be sexy <laughs> because I I, <laughs> I I didn't have much success finding uh, s- stimulus. I could, you know, I I, I, ha- I just couldn't find things, you know, other than like watching Alexander Skarsgård and something. But I had a hard time finding pornography that didn't make me feel gross personally, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, and then I would, if I did find some, I had to go through so much to get to it that I was like, yeah. what am I doing? You know, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So I wanted something that felt like like it was sex in the light. It was sex for pleasure and sensory and connection and intimacy. You know, something that wasn't full of shadowy shame and doing something bad. And so I was just like, I just mm. want it to be sexy. I just want to celebrate sexiness. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's amazing. And, I, you know, I, I have a partner. I, I love having sex with my partner, my husband. But I also have my own sex life, you know, that's separate from him. And I, I just thought, if I know that there's a hole in my inspiration, I think others might too. And I'm a creative. I, you know, make I make all sorts of things. Uh, so I was like, oh, I could do it. And then once I got into production, I was like, how do you what how do you start you know <laughs> right? something that's just like you know like just like you know you can just go there and then I was like well they need to they need to talk to my body they need to like relax me like like that guy did and he, that was a meditation but the it didn't put together that it was going to be meditative it was mostly just mm, right. the want for for women to have something that they could be super sexy with and not be ashamed about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I feel like 
sexuality and meditation aren't necessarily two things that you would put together but it makes so much sense especially as women I think we really struggle to get out of our heads during sex and as you said to find porn that is arousing for us because it's a lot of the time tailored towards men and what they find pleasurable and erotic so Mm. Yeah, and they, they they kind of go perfectly together of having yeah. some awareness of what's going on in your body and having the other person play with that and then also translating that into sex and your experience with another person as well. So, yeah. I also, you know, got into it. I, I had the idea pre-shut down and I had the first recording session pre-shut down, but the need for meditation and connection to like my authentic voice and self and my center and being in my body became really important during those times because there was such a loss of control so I was like Mm -hmm. I just really started to see the value in masturbating one that's really good for us (laughs) it's like science is it's all proven we know we could tell everybody there's like no denying it and meditation is good for us (laughs) I, I, I know meditation is a big turnoff for people because it can be so hard to sit still, but, but it's, it is so good for us. And I, I, I really try with this to make it just simple because it is very simple and people are starting to let go of the idea of like, clear your mind, total neutrality and connection <laughs> to the spirit and float out of your body and, and getting more conscious of meditation, just being a real awareness of the sensation inside and sitting with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. impossible. I'll meditate and then the next thing, I'm like doing dishes. I'm like, what? How the fuck did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we move on, I just wanted to ask, like you, since you mentioned you have your sex life with your partner and that's great, but then you need, you have and and you need your own sex life. Like what do you personally sort of value most and like what does your own sex life look like and yeah like what do you value most about that I think it's like every part of my life it's just constantly changing how it works and what it does and what it needs and I think it's you know interesting that I created this app you know any energy we put into something I think it's because we need to answer questions that way or we need some kind of healing there or we, you know, there's something personally at stake, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I've realized that a lot of my life, yes, I'm, I love sex. I'm creative. I have, I'm lusty. I'm, I have, you know, I, I have all of that, but I also can get like, I can get stuck. I can get in like, okay, okay, let's do the, yeah, we got it. We're going to go and do that. And then that's done. And versus really taking time and carving out space for it to really be nourishing. And I'm trying to do that in both areas of my sex life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but really letting it be nourishing, (laughs) you know, I mean, how, I mean, I know there's no, I think it's very common to just be like, oh, that'd be a good idea. And you kind of chase the orgasm and you get it and you're like, oh, now what, you know? Yeah. Um, And that's great and does the trick, but like the feeling your way into it and letting it really move your whole body and your whole energy system and feeling all the 
all the different levels that you're experiencing in different parts of yourself, it can be, it can be really, it can really change the day more than the chasing, you know? Yeah. 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 For me, like, I really don't find it hard to sort of stay present when I'm by myself or whatever. And like, feel the sensations and like and like stay in the moment and like my mind doesn't really wander very much Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm very in the moment but if i'm by myself but like i've i really really struggle if i'm like with someone else because i feel like my mind is so busy like worrying about insecurities and like what i look like and whether they're enjoying it so like what would you say to someone like me essentially like any any tips (laughs) to kind of like let go of those thoughts and be a little bit more in the in the present in the moment i mean i love hearing that you're able to be so present alone i think that's such a gift and i think Mm. that for me knowing that level of presence and truth in my sensuality to share that with someone is there's nothing hotter. Like that kind of exchange of energy is like, it will transcend any weird looking like or whatever, you know? So it's like (laughs) the outside of ourselves, it's noise and it's distraction and like just recognizing it for what it is and just getting back to the dropping inside yourself and the shared energy, you know? that you clearly know how to do is so much more fun (laughs) you know (laughs) I I don't know I don't know about that I feel like (laughs) my parents are very into meditation and for a period of time I was meditating with them like every night Mm. and I just found it very very hard like I find it very hard to focus on certain er like parts of my body like Mm -hmm. especially my hands or like my stomach things like that like it really like sets me off and I Mm -hmm. I don't know something about meditation like I had all of like I was doing it through a period of my life that was like really hard and I feel like I have a lot of bad memories and feelings about it and then now recently like I've been like okay but I want to get a little bit more into mindfulness like and I kind of started trying to do that you know how they say like try just in random moments be like just focus on your breathing or whatever and Mm -hmm. then if you if your mind wanders like bring it back but like in the time that I'm bringing my mind back like I've already thought about 80,000 things like I, I feel like it really doesn't come very easily to me so do you have any tips for mindfulness for begin beginners because I I've heard that it's like mindfulness is so important for sex and like improving Mm. your sex life and then maybe you can talk a little bit about that as well like how mindfulness is beneficial to your sex life and sexual well-being well first I 100% identify with what you're sharing about meditation I I did you know I would meditate in yoga classes at you know a place nearby integral yoga And they created this womb-like place and it was, you know, after yoga and my body was all relaxed and they were so nurturing. I just felt so nurtured there. This is when I was in my 20s and I got into it there and I felt good and safe. And then I did it when I went and studied with Grotowski people. There was these Polish and, and Italian people in movement and song and, you know, so we would also meditate. And when I had to sit with these people, there was this feeling of discipline around, you know, 
like I felt watched and I felt, and I would, when it was over, I'd be like, oh, you know, we would do it for a half hour or something. It felt like 30 years. And I was just like trying to stay still and, <laughs> and then I would, you know, talk to, you know, this Italian guy who looked like he fell from a tulip, you know, just like a hundred percent yellow <laughs> awesomeness. And, you know, and I'm like, man, what do you do when that rage pops up? When you're in your meditation, you just want to like scream. And he was like, what? <laughs> he had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, oh, it's not uncomfortable. He's like, no. I'm like, ah. So, and then I have all these different, you know, I have these one, still I'll sit in and I'll come up to something and I'll just be like, get out of here. You know, just like, don't touch any of this. And <laughs> for me and what, to answer your question about how to move forward, there's a lot of ways, but one is like, the meditation is like, is about, gentleness towards yourself and gratitude for like what is right and taking that time to go in and with a, a gentle curiosity about yourself if like if your mind is wandering your mind is wandering and now it's not what do you feel now oh my hands are weird oh my hands are weird and you feel your hands and then if you just keep in this like playfulness that's interior, you're slowly making more space for things to move. I don't think there's like, I don't think there's any wrong way to do it. You know, it's just, maybe you need to make space to sit and let your mind bounce around. Maybe that's what's just mm -hmm. what you need. And then you just come back to different parts of your body. I have been practicing really mindfully holding space in each chakra and I get so, I mean, I have, we all have so much we just check our email and it's like, ah, you know, like there's so much all the time happening. Yeah. Um, so it affects our body and we hold it in our body and our mind reacts and we're in this, this racy zone and just that stopping and, and, and feeling into it. And it, sometimes I can't, sometimes I have to do it. Like you were saying, while I'm, walking down the street, just like, maybe I don't have to be in such a hurry. Maybe I'm actually going to smell the air as good and bad as it smells. Maybe I'm actually mm. going to look at the clouds, like really take it in and feel it. You know, that's, that's meditation. That's like letting mm. your body be in the world, like as a, as a organism. Not just this. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that answered your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I guess, I never thought about it as a. It doesn't have to be one specific. Like, there's not a mold of like how to do meditation or like how to do mindfulness. It's just more about like the process. Yeah, as you said, like it's it's kind of custom, like tailor made. I really think it is one of my favorite ways to meditate is just to put on a song that I can't help but dance my life away to just like dance it out to and fully feel the song and fully dance the song. That's mm. a meditation, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just a, a pocket you're giving yourself for presence and awareness. Yeah, that's true. I think, because as Maria was saying, she has kind of these preconceptions of what meditation has to look like because I guess we associate 
meditation and yoga and stuff like that with a lifestyle like there's a very stereotypical mm-hmm. ideal of what that has to look like but no oh, I did a yoga class today and we did some pose it was hot yoga and I did some clo- pose and then I I sighed as I came out of it and he looked at me and he said no drama <laughs> and oh, God. I was like okay Okay, teacher, teacher person. Thank you for that. But that lesson for me was, you know, what what did that sigh mean to me? Did I need it? Like, and he's teaching the the meditation that you would usually think is this zone of in between. You know, I'm just in this in between neutral place. You know, and that's that's not that is a place that I like. That's very conscious and can see right from wrong and make decisions. And I get there. But sometimes I just have to be in wherever I actually am. <laughs> like I need to mm. sigh. I need to cry. I need to express myself. I don't know. I, I had a lot of reactions yeah. to that person. Yeah, I think it's difficult because people expect to go from like zero to a hundred of being able to clear your mind completely. But to even get to that point at all, you have to go through the process of working through all the feelings that you already have mm. in your body. And I guess we're relating that back to sexual meditation. You can't just expect to be present in the moment overnight or, Mm. you know, just go from having a super busy mind to being able to have a clear mind and feel the feelings that you need to feel. There's all of these steps that you have to take to Mm. be able to get to that place. Um, So could you tell us a, a few of the... The techniques that you give on the app to do sexual meditation like what does that look like and how does someone that's a beginner in their sexuality or their meditation or both start to go on that journey i think there's some that are called ritual there's very few they're called rituals and they're where there's no imagined experience it's just somebody kind of telling you how to touch yourself which isn't really that exciting to me i don't that doesn't excite me too much. It doesn't feel very creative. It just feels like, eh. but we did nevertheless make some of those. So, but those are a good entry point for if somebody's really new, you know, personally, I like more creative, like playfulness in there and a story and like a mm. person who's talking to me and we're, he's telling me things are happening or she. Yeah. And I think the way in to these meditations is just going and finding a voice you like. They, they're all separated by voices. You know, basically the same thing happens with each person. You drop into your body. Sometimes it's a long time. If it's too long for you, push the little fast forward button. And if it's a turn off, push the stop button and pick a new voice. You know, that's really the, the trickiest part is just like, what turns me on? Can I find it here? Mm. And I, you know, I ended up finding other audio apps that were, you know, sexual inspiration. They're mostly stories. Some of them are guided. It's so hard to find anything you want to listen to. It's sex is so specific, you know? So that's really the trick to it is like finding the voice and then just enjoy the voice and give in and see, see if you can get out of your own way, you know? 
because there's going to be a lot of judgment around like, oh, is this sexy? Oh, oh, they do one wrong thing and you're like, forget you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like just, uh, you know, giving it a shot because it's, it's not, you know, for people who don't listen to porn or meditate, it might not, it, there might be a lot of resistance. So I would, I would say just give it a, give it a good old try one time, see, <laughs> see how it turns out because it is, um, it seems to be really nourishing. People are really enjoying it. That's great. Yeah. So how, how fine is the line between like it being porn and it being meditation? Would you say? It definitely, it, you know, porn means content for sexual arousal or, you know, it's like, it just means it's for sexual arousal. So it is that. Yes. And some of them are, you know, very gentle and there's always, except for in the ritual, there's not, but there's, there's always a full on intimate act that's climactic and it's climactic in the sense that it gets more and more intense. It's not saying, you know, have an orgasm now <laughs> or, you know, it, there's a lot of different, different ways, but but it gets very sexy. You know, there's, there's one that was written and done that is very, very well detailed anal sex, like mm. beginning to end what it's like, you know, you really go there. And then there's some that are like tantric where it's super slow and it's, a, it's about the moments in between things. And there's even a feather and like, you know, that kind of, slower more sensual sensory and before you'd mentioned i think this was before we started recording but you'd mentioned that people use it like it's tailored towards women but also people use it like with their couples like as a couple like how are there kind of specific things like for couples or like how might people use it with a partner i think with a partner one you know men are pretty open <laughs> with what will turn them on they're pretty pretty especially if their woman is there you know I had a friend tell me that he's like oh we discovered your app while we were on vacation and you know our neighbors in the hotel they were staying in called the front desk I was like yes <laughs> so they really liked it but I think <laughs> but I couples want to connect so like having something playful in between them that, you know, it isn't like close up of penetration. And it's, you know, an interesting new, new way of playing probably. I mean, I guess we've touched on the benefits of meditation just overall, but do you think there's any benefits to having a better sex life and having better sex that can carry over into just your normal everyday life? Like how, why is good sex so important? And why is it so important that we have sex that is tailored to our own idea of pleasure? I, I said, I, I have so many different answers to that question. <laughs> like so many <laughs> Please ways all of them. <laughs> One is, um, you know, a little woo woo, but I just, I, I like the chakra system and the, the lower three, you know, just our lower spine supports our upper spine. Our, that energetic space provides and serves the rest of them. And if the lower ones are not embodied, 
the the like the voice will get stuck it'll get stuck places and i i experienced that as a reality and i gave birth so i had you know an enormous head come out of me and like <laughs> last my bones like just the whole thing was just like rah it's like will I ever have my vagina back what is this broken jellyfish and then it was just like parenting and holding the baby and just this like broken healing organism and you know slowly I get stronger and I think that trauma or physical injury or whatever needed a lot of care. And it's also the lower three is also, you know, the, the root is our grounding is our like place in the world. And then there's, there's our identity in the sacral chakra, which is in the sex and the, in the creativity. And then there's the drive. And I find in my work and, and, you know, a lot of yogis work when you can strengthen, physically strengthen and align and also energetically expand and feel into those spaces. You know who you are. You know what you want. I I, I know my voice. I, I know my place. And so that is that is something that can be worked on sexually. Like if you have a lot of sex, you have stronger muscles. You have more, if it's good sex, you know. You have better energy down there. You you glow. Mm. You know, I, I named it glow because of, of you know, that. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we glow afterwards. It's good for us. We've heard since we were, you know, teenagers, probably, if you want love, you have to love yourself. And to be able to properly satisfy yourself sexually is just so important to not go out in the world unfulfilled, you know, hungry for that connection to be able to care for yourself. You know, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Mm, For sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a good note to end on. (laughs) Like sex is a form of self care. (laughs) yeah yeah but could you before we go could you tell people where they can find you where they can find glow yes for your listeners who made it this far they can use the code sextras for twenty dollars off of the Forty-seven ninety-nine a year, so that would make it twenty-seven ninety-nine for a year of unlimited listening. There's uh, new sessions every week. You can also do it for eight ninety-nine a month if you just want to dabble. Mm-hmm. And you can get it on either app store, and you can also get it on guidedbyglow.com. Great, amazing! Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. What so a much. treat to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, and to us, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna go and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it has been such a pleasure. You guys are so beautiful. Yeah, I was thank sad you so when much. Video Sarah. turned off for a second. I was like, ah, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm, thank you. And you guys know where to find us as always. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sextras Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Send us an email, sextraspodcast at gmail.com. 
and visit our website www.sextraspodcast.com we have all the episodes there they're categorized if you want to find more with guests we have loads of wonderful guests or episodes about self-love whatever you want and you can send us anonymous confessions through there as well so please go do that and thank you so much for listening as always we will see you next week bye You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions. Sex.